From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the greater Nashville area, here right in the heart of Middle Tennessee, we are delighted to bring you our Making a Difference broadcast today, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. We're really excited because every day we have the opportunity to be here on this station and to visit with all of you who join us, and I'm really thankful that you've come along today. We've been highlighting our way through the New Testament book of Philippians, and uh, frankly, I'm having a big time with that, and I think we've got some things for you that'll help every single day. So in just a moment, we're going to be reading from Philippians chapter 3, and today we're going to be looking at verses 15 and 16, another one of those peaks in the book of Philippians that I think will be a help to us. Now, let me just remind you that the weekend is ahead, and I'm scheduled this weekend to be at the Ben's Ford Baptist Church in Bogalusa, Louisiana. That's just above New Orleans, about an hour and a half. And those of you who live in that part of the country, I hope you'll plan to be with us at Ben's Ford Baptist Church this Lord's Day. I'll be there for all of the services on Sunday. And of course, I want to remind you that November 11 and 12, the Sword of the Lord Men's Conference will convene right here at Sword of the Lord headquarters. And we're looking forward to having a great one this year. The men who have been in past years will tell you it's a tremendous event. Friday night and Saturday, just a cram-packed event that'll be wonderfully blessed, and I hope that you'll plan to be with us. Gentlemen, we look forward to having you here. Get on our website and check it out. Now, let's get right to our text, Philippians chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded, and if anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Now today I want you to think about the minding of the mind, the minding of your mind, thinking about your mind and how that we need to take care to get it checked, get it under control, get it under God's control, get your mind thinking the way that a Christian's mind ought to think. And in this context here, in these verses that I've just read, he's using that terminology of the mind to talk about how we get along with other Christians, especially those in our own local churches. So let's look at it. He says, let us therefore, talking about how he has already said in the verses we looked at yesterday, that he's pressing toward the goal or the prize of the high calling of God. He's pressing toward the mark, and he's thinking about the reward that there is in serving the Lord. And he says, I'm putting behind all of those things of my past life. The past is past, and I'm going to let it go. And I'm looking forward to what's ahead. That is the testimony that he has here. And so he says, as that is the way we're looking, that's the way we're thinking. He says, let us. Now, notice that's plural. He's talking about not only himself, but the Philippian Christians, and he's saying together, let's as many as be perfect be thus minded. Now, the word perfect does not mean sinless, but it means we sin less, and it means that we are, in fact, maturing as a Christian, and it's talking about being whole, being complete, being mature, being full bloom. And he says, let us, therefore, based on the fact we're pressing toward the mark, we're pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. 
Let us, therefore, because we are thusly mature, we are thinking like a mature Christian thinks, let us be thus-minded. We're all pressing toward that. We're all moving in that direction. That is our goal. It's wonderful to get in a fellowship of Christians that are thus-minded, that are thinking together. They're on the same page in whatever sense of the word that it needs to be. I mean, we need to be on the same page doctrinally. We need to be on the same page socially. We need to be on the same page in terms of how we react, how we act, and how we behave, all of those kinds of things. And he says, let's get our minds together on this. And he says, and if in anything you be otherwise minded, that is, if there's some disagreement, if somebody doesn't quite see things the way we see it, he said, then let's let God reveal this unto you. You know, the Bible says, if any of us lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And it tells us some other things about how we are to respond to other Christians, how we are to work with them, and how we are to work at fellowship with them. And he says, look, God's got things to say. He's got revelation to give, and he will reveal his word to us as we need to get our act together, so to speak. And then he says in that 16th verse, nevertheless, whatever the case, he is saying, we have already attained some things. We've already begun the journey. We're already saved. We're already born again. We're already heaven-bound. And we are not only heaven-bound and not only saved, but he says we are working together, walking together, serving together. We've already got that in place. We're doing that. And so he says, let us walk by the same rule. If you and I get ourselves thinking together about how we conduct business— how we serve the Lord, how the church is run, all those kinds of things. If we get together like that, then we've got some things headed right. I want to refer you to another couple of places where the Bible uses this same terminology about the mind. You'll remember just a few days back, we looked at chapter 2 of Philippians, where in verse 5 it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And it's just saying, you and I need to learn to think like the Lord Jesus thinks. We need to have the same humble spirit. We need to have the same recognition of God. We need to give ourselves the room to look to the Lord and just determine that we are, in fact, going to abide by his word and what he says. And Jesus is the prime example of that. And so he says, let this mind be in you, just like it was in the Lord Jesus. There's another passage over in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse 10 where he says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. So notice once again, he is saying, if you don't mind, let's get our minds together. He's saying we need to mind the mind. We need to get our minds focused together. If we're going to serve together, If we're going to honor the Lord like we should, then we're going to have to have a similar mindset with these folks that we're working so closely with. And that's a part of what local church is about. The Lord gave us the church, the ecclesia, the called out assembly. He gave us that for a purpose. We get together and sometimes people say, well, I love God, but I have trouble working or have trouble loving other people. Well, I'm just going to tell you right point blank, I think I can make a scriptural case that you're not quite right with God if you're not able to love other people. If you're still 
thinking, less than loving thoughts toward other people, I believe there's something missing in your relationship with the Lord. Because whenever we love the Lord like we ought to, then we're able to be a forgiving person. We're able to be a patient person. We're able to think differently toward other people, even whenever they may not come quite up to the standard where we want them to be. We can be patient with them. doesn't mean we accommodate their carnalities. It just means that we're able to work with them closely, and we're able to see them as the Lord sees them. And in this case, he says, look, get your minds together. Get together so that you can speak the same things. And basically, I think in a local church, when one of us speaks, everybody else ought to be able to say amen. We ought to be on that kind of a page together. And all of this builds around how we think. It builds around what we have in our mind, what we think about things in relation to morality, in relation to doctrine. All of that is just very, very important. So back to our text here in verse 16 of Philippians 3. He says, let us walk by the same rule. So not only do we need to think like we're supposed to think, but we are to behave that way. We are to walk that way as well. There's another passage coming up here that we'll get to in a few days on the broadcast. In Philippians chapter 4 in verse 8. Remember, it's that whatsoever passage where he says, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise. Watch it now. He says, think on these things. So you and I have a dedicated list right here in Philippians 4 and verse 8. We have a dedicated list of things that we are to think on. And if we get our thinker thinking on those things, then you know what happens? Your doer will do right when your thinker thinks right. So we want to get this settled down. And that's why I'm saying today, you and I just need to mind our mind and get the mind working like this passage talks about. And when we do, then we'll walk together the way we're supposed to walk together. And the last phrase of that verse 16 says, let us mind the same thing. That is, let us attend to the things, the same things. When I go to church, I don't want conflict. When I go to church, I don't want to have to face controversy with my fellow Christians, with my brethren in that local assembly. But instead, I want to be able to work together in concord with them, in harmony with them, so that we can get the job done. It is our great task to reach our towns, reach our villages, reach our cities. And if we're going to do that, we do have to come to some degree of unity in our local churches. And that's much of what this passage is about. We're thinking about the minding of the mind so that we are together on things. It's so very important. Really, it is absolutely essential that you and I come to agreement if we're going to work together in a local assembly. And here, the Apostle Paul under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is writing to these folks in Philippi and ultimately to us because it's included here for us. And he is telling us that we need to get our minds so focused together that we're able to work together. And that unity enables us to get the job done wherever that we may be located. I've traveled a lot across the world over the years 
traveled the length and breadth of America, back and forth many hundreds of times, preaching in churches all over the continental United States and in Alaska as well, and I've been to any number of foreign countries through the years, and every single place that I've gone through the years, I've discovered, whether it's in an English-speaking country or in a country where some other language is spoken, whenever I go there, and even if I'm using an interpreter for the preaching that I bring to the folks, we have discovered several things. It's important that that local assembly have the unity that enables them to work together, and whenever in that unity we preach the gospel, the Spirit of God has room to work, and we give out the Word of God. I mean, hearing comes by the Word of God, and that's what makes the impact on people wherever it is that we are ministering at the time. It may be here in North America, or it may be in some distant place far from us, but I'm telling you, the gospel works, the Word of God is powerful, and it gets the job done if you and I will get in the harness together and work together on this. And now I say one additional thing here. All of this talk about unity, it's not just everybody get together, because we cannot get together unless we agree on doctrine, and unless we agree on the great claims of the Word of God, and we need to do that, but our local churches ought to be built like that so that we can get the job done. So he said, let's walk by the same rule, and let's mind the same thing. I think it's tremendously important, and I hope it's been a help to you today. Well, you know, the weekend's ahead, and I do hope you'll go to church on Sunday, and uh, look forward to being back here again Monday. In the meantime, write me a note. Let me know that you hear the broadcast. Ask for a sample copy of our Sword of the Lord newspaper. I'll be glad to send that to you free of charge. So write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com, and we look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to check out our website as well at swordofthelord.com. Until Monday, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and a great weekend. Goodbye for now.